what's happening, my people. This is your co-host, Kevin and not the heart, Denny, a.k.a. also K2. Um, and thanks for uh, joining our podcast. Kind of weird that I'm joining it on my own, but my partner in crime, I guess people like to say, but what crime are we committing by putting out a podcast talking about stuff? So uh, I will say my partner in thought uh, is in a huge transition of his life, uh, moving from we're both here out here in Texas, and he's moving, uh, or looking to move to Colorado. It's pretty dope. Um, and so we just kind of agreed that uh, just to try to just keep the train rolling while he's in his transition, that uh, we'll just kind of keep the podcast rolling and starting and doing our own little pilot here. And this is our first pilot episode, episode one. And our template, for the most part, um, we, we just want to talk through life and issues um, through an umbrella theme of music. Maybe there might be a, a time where we're going to ask each other to kind of review music that maybe we both um, are, aren't as into as our preferred music. Uh, and this is, we've already talked extensively on this, and we both have really eclectic music taste and so hey why not uh, kind of talk about that people want to hear about the music people want to uh, they want to 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 learn about the music that's part of why we started this show I'm a DJ and the reason I became a DJ was to curate music and people did that for me uh, for music I love music and I always was open to hearing whatever it was and if it was good it didn't matter what it was and I'm rocking to it shoot it's good and I always got excited and I wanted to share that stuff. So me and Keith, we uh, would have uh, talks after we would go vinyl shopping and do our dollar bin shopping for anybody who's out there is a, uh, a vinyl head, I guess we can kind of call you, you know, about the dollar bin shopping. We go into a vinyl store, right in front are the boxes with the dollar bins or sometimes $2 packages and stuff like that. And we kind of did that for a few months and several months. And um, out of that, we really were having some good conversations. And here we are, guys and gals. Here we are. So, yeah, that's just a, a quick introduction. And we'll get deeper into even the reason why we're in this podcast. But we can always trace ourselves back to that and a few episodes down. Uh, I, myself, am a DJ. Uh, my co-host, Keith, he is actually a bass player in a band. Um, aside from all the things that we do and being fathers and uh, working as contractors in the IT world and, and, and a slew of other things, um, we decided to do this. So let's just kind of jump on into it. Corona. So it has been pretty much half a year, six months deep into the first global pandemic of pretty much everybody's lifetime unless you're over 100 and most of you who are over 100 we don't really hear from you you might be dead and if you're not thank goodness and i'm sure you're looking at us crazy like what are these fools doing yeah yeah we're all looking like that right now um and in this time as you saw i'll bring up uh the fact that so much djing has been elevated to some degree in my eyes in this time where everybody is at home people some people have time to create some people have a lot of time to create 
And also, as I said, when I became a DJ, I decided to curate. That's how I was going to music. If you come asking me to do your daughter's sweet 16 party, I ain't going to probably do it. Because she probably not going to be into the music that I'm into. Even the music that I probably was into when I was 16. I'm not going to do it. Um, I am a 80s baby, born in 84. I heard 60s and 70s when I was born because of my parents. And then, of course, you jump into the golden age of hip-hop. I was born into that, 84, baby. And I'm 10 when the golden age is really starting to, to blossom. So it's all in me. Um, and so that's the way I even go about finding newer music, newer artists. Do they give me that feeling, you know, of just like good music to the soul, can dance to, work to, even sleep to. Um, you'll find that anywhere. And this is the best era of music in the sense of being access, being able to access that music. You know, people are like, as a DJ, like, so do you have this song? This is not the time to be asking a DJ, do they have this song? There is too much music to be had because of the access that everybody has to it for any DJ to even know half of the artists that you yourself may actually know, even on the radio. It's just too many. And, and so I think this is a great era for DJs because now we all have our own avenues of music that we personally like, and we can find that crowd anywhere, and we can find large crowds of it anywhere. So I think it's just an amazing moment uh, in time. And now that DJs are in their house, they have the moment where nobody's coming up to their booth to try to tell them what to play. They're not really necessarily looking at your face seeing you they have now more um ability and less pressure on themselves to play the music that they want to play that they will always want to play and that they still know you'd love um and i think that's just an amazing that's a great thing uh, especially even for me because even when i was doing my thing a lot when we, i was living in dc uh, several years ago um I still stuck to my guns. I was like, this is how I'm going to play music. It's got to have a certain feel. Um, I can play tons of things. I know how to mix and match. I can do a lot of things. A lot of times I stuck with my 90s music, but I stuck with a crowd that I knew was going to follow me. And I could curate the music that I love, share it to them, and it would be reciprocated with love in return. You know, And you can still rock a crowd that way. You can still rock a, um, a wedding that way. I mean, everybody has their own name. So... That doesn't make anybody better than you know anybody else. So, yeah, I just think this is a, a great time um, to collectively kind of reflect on um, how music right now is affecting all of us. Um, you know, this is could be some of the most loneliest times for people who are, are even with family or in a marriage or by themselves. But it's still a time for reflection. And loneliness is not scary to the fact that you now have the time to slow down and take care of yourself. And I think music does a good job of kind of reminding us all about our complexities, our imperfections and how we can use those as powerful tools 
of love, love for oneself, and love for others. And this is a really good time for that. Um, I, I just uh, love the fact that though this is a very difficult time to not be able to see your friends and your family, mom, dad, cousin, sister, aunt, best friend, um, whoever, and give them hugs, this is the time to even have a deeper connection with them. And I will share that I have a cousin in uh, Jacksonville. She's a first cousin. So her dad is my uncle. Her dad is my mom's brother. And But we didn't quite grow up together, per se. I'm a military brat. So in the early 80s, uh, mid-80s, not early 80s, so I was born in 84. Mid-80s. Um, late 80s, early 90s, I was moving around until I got back to Richmond. My mom's from Franklin, Virginia. So my uncle is, but my cousin reside technically in Jacksonville because that's where her mother is from. And so we were always pretty close because we were just cousins. But we didn't always, we didn't quite grow up together. We'd go to my Mima's house. This is my grandma's house in Franklin, Virginia. And sometimes I would see them for a summer and we'd all hang out her her little sister and her little brother and you know that would kind of be our time and that's how i got to really know my cousin that way and then we got older and you know we were doing our things and I, I just kind of kept good connections with her i was always really cool with my cousin when she had her first child i was kind of uh i was there and she had her second child um I, w I was also there, not necessarily there like when she birthed the child, but I was always like there at the cousin. She would call up and, and, and I'll talk to my little baby cousins and all that. But um, this year we have gotten closer than ever before. She has had time to reflect on herself just like I have. And she discovered some things from her childhood that she would have never discovered. She is uh, much, not much older than me, but definitely older than me. And just now dis discovering where her reflections of her attitude come from. Why does she treat her sister that way? So they've had a conversation. Um, you know, it, it got really deep. I'm not going to get into detail because that's her life that she shared with me. But essentially, this is really a, a time to actually still get deeper and closer to your family members. Though you can't physically, you can but right now, if we're being safe for each other, you can't really physically touch them. Um, this is a, You can get closer. There are plenty, plenty of ways to do this. Because this is not going to be forever, people. Let me just tell you that now. I, I'm a firm believer that the Creator, God, I'm a Christian, uh, there's a plan. And this is not forever. And plus, science is telling us it's not forever. As long as we listen to science, we'll be okay. And it just will take its course, as it should, to regress. We have a vaccine. And people follow the simple advice from scientists. Logic. Which most of us lack. So, in the U.S., that is. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that this is really a time in your loneliness to actually garner deeper connections reach out more if you if you are in that place where it is dark reach out Get, come out from from the darkness if you can and, and reach out to somebody who can give you some light and you can do that with so many more ways now 
So, um, yeah, I, I just again, I, I think uh, this is just that time, you know, to to do that and reflect. Music helps. Music heals. It does. If, if it didn't, then churches wouldn't play it before they get into a sermon. We wouldn't have it on phone calls to keep people relaxed and calm. It wouldn't be used inside of a coffee shop to be played in the background. People wouldn't have it as ringtones. Music, without us sometimes even knowing it, is healing our mind, relaxing us. Um, it's doing a lot more than we ever could think about until we sit down and actually think about it. And so I just want to encourage everybody out there uh, listening in that maybe you can find some music in, in your life that kind of calms you down. It might not be, it could be whatever it is. You know, for me, my favorite artist, one of them is uh, Tom Mish, M-I-S-H, a young English boy uh, from England. And um, he just does amazing music to me. Uh, everything he touches, I buy. That's how great he is to me. And he's um, done just amazing stuff. And so sometimes the one album that he's made that I could play no matter what, uh, beat tape one, can put me to sleep, relax me. I need to focus on work. I can do it. Um, if I want to even start, you know, working out, I can do it. Um and there is science in how that works that music actually is is connecting these neurons in your brain and turning on a sort of um of uh activate or activating uh a sort of uh reaction like a pleasure reaction and then you're calm also you're, 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 it, there's a physiological thing happening to you often when you're listening to music you know if you listen to the right music you start relaxing sometimes there's music that actually gets your heart beat you know actually pumping that's a physical thing happening but yet you're just listening to music physiological thing so um but yeah i uh just really think that this is just uh, it is a great time it's a scary time most definitely most definitely but you know Instead of having the what if it does happen, there's always what if it doesn't happen. And what if things are better instead of what if things are worse. What ifs have two sides, always. That's why they're what ifs. They always have two sides. They have the side that the end of the world is going to come, or they have the side that, wait, the end of the world is not coming? So you mean tell me I can do this? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> um, so uh, this is just an intro into how we're going to start discussing things. And a lot of times we're going to bring up a vinyl, maybe. Uh, I might ask Keith to bring in the vinyl. He might ask me to bring in a vinyl. And we might just blindly go in. And actually, we kind of already did this because I really wanted to, to know more of his deepness of some of the music that he's really gotten into. And so for us to do that, he brings it in, he talks about it, maybe we'll play a song, and I just ask questions. And I go, huh, that's pretty good, I've never heard of them. And he gives me a history lesson on that music. 
vice versa, same thing. You know, there might be even a song he already knows, but I might know like this this artist's or, or group or band's like whole you know, um, uh, the, their whole discography. I might know it, and so we could have a whole discussion about that, and just kind of go into that. So we're we're gonna keep working through this and see what we can figure out about uh, how we're gonna need this podcast. But we know we have some good things to discuss, especially when we're both on talking. Uh, and we, we have some, I mean, we have our shared mentality, but that doesn't mean necessarily our views are the same, which is perfect. That's really what you want. How can you discuss different things, yet you have the same mentality of love, respect, humility, discussing things, being very open, going, oh, I never thought of it that way. That's a good point. Um, and then, you know, we do have a lot in common, too. So that's also a great thing. That's how we're going to try to make this happen and make this work. So we uh, just want to say thanks for uh, listening in and keeping up with us. And I'm going to keep this short uh, for this time so I don't just keep going off the cuff. And I said what I wanted to say. So my beautiful people, I really, really thank you. And again, I am not Kevin Hart. I am short. I am black. I'm actually Kevin Hart's size. Might be an inch taller if you go to wikipedia and it says 5'4 for kevin hart it's a lie don't believe it he's definitely no way over 5'2 he does work out so he probably got a little more weight on me but i'm a boxer i used to be one at least uh, in the gym or i have former boxer training let me back up i did not actually fight i did go to an actual gym with olympians in alexandria virginia got former training did that for two years then I moved and kind of just kept up with the boxing training for the most part. Definitely got my accolades from the coaches to say, you good at least for a training. That's for sure. Uh, got a story about that too I can share later on another episode. And I'll never, I have to remember to, to share that listening in on this one. But uh, yeah, all that to say is it's okay to mistake me for Cameron Hart. I'm not, I'm used to it by now in my life. It's been always happening because... I don't try to be funny. Sometimes I, it's good to be humorous, at least, you know. Try to be very light and humorous. And so sometimes I can come off like Kevin Hart. Kids have actually said to me, Kevin Hart. My own son saw Kevin Hart's face on the cover of Men's Health magazine. And the first thing that comes out of his mouth is, Dada. So, yes, I did feel like a failure in that moment because I'm like, no. But whatever, man. Whatever. Kevin Hart. Give me your money. That'd be nice. Because then I could then actually say and pretend to be you and we'd be cool. I could be your stunt double. Probably not. I don't really want to be your stunt double, trust me. No, I don't. But yes. Uh, thanks for listening in, folks. Just want to say uh, peace and love. And remember, music heals.